French fried potatoes. One potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, one potato, two potatoes, three potatoes, four, five potatoes, six potatoes, seven potatoes, more. Potatoes. Welcome to the Potato League Podcast with your hosts, Dan and Tom. Thanks, TJ. Thank you, TJ. That worked out good. Uh, welcome to episode 337. Just uploaded 336. That was recorded on June 11th, so it's been like four weeks. Wow. Uh, it is now July... 5th. 5th? Oh, yeah, because we're midweek. Summer's weird, man. <laughs> are, you, are you getting the... the it's, Wherever my arm goes yes. in a certain way, it'll drop yep, on me, but otherwise the, uh, it's going right below me. The the water line that goes to the hose outside is directly above Dan's head, and it's very swampy today, so it's it's uh, yeah. dripping on. There's humidity out in Maine. Oh my God, it? it's at least it stopped raining for a day, right? Of course, it just Although, feels like rain walking through it. Right yeah, now. yeah. Uh, it Shitty was, summer right now. Yeah. Shit summer. The it's been okay. Well, I shouldn't say that. It has not been okay. There have been, like, flashes of, like, afternoons where you can go outside and the kids can get in the pool and stuff. But, like, you can't plan a day. No. Because... Every single day has had, like, 50%. Yeah, at least... Every day. There's at least a good chance you're going to... Or, no, there's not a good chance. You're going to get downpoured at some point. Yeah. So... I remember I was watching the news yesterday morning because they're, you know, the fourth coverage. Will it be clear for the fireworks? And they're like, it should be. (laughs) We don't know. Yeah, it's going to rain somewhere in the middle of the day, but... Like... You should be fine. A good example was yesterday we were uh, we went to Greenville and uh, we were at the camp <laughs> and across the cove it was jet black and you could yep. hear thunder and at one point you know we, we got little drops and we took everything inside and it never fucking rained like hmm. it never really rained yeah. um, but then it like poured on the way home it poured on the way there it was yeah. but that's just what every let me tell you, though, it's That's been good weather been. that if you've had a vasectomy and didn't want to move around for a full week, great movie-watching weather. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Uh, I, I haven't... Are you... Are, do you feel like you're recovered? Mostly. Yeah? Yeah. Like, for, like, two days there, it just felt like every two minutes someone would just come along and slap me in the nuts. <laughs> like, I'd just be sitting there and I'd be fine, then all of a sudden, like, oh, God, that hurts. I shouldn't laugh, because it's, like, not... It's not funny. Yeah. Like, really, no, it's just... Like, I'm glad I didn't look up what the operation actually entails. Oh, no, I could never. Because I just always assumed, like, oh, they just open up your balls, there's a little thing, they go snip. I but no, they get a lot. No, no, no. Like, your shit goes, like, up. <laughs> your vast friends goes up, like, into your groin area, and they literally have to pull it and, like, kind of tug it out. Oh, I don't like that. Snip it, cauterize it, and then push it back in. Oh. Which, man, the smell, <laughs> that hits you. That fucking hits you. I'm just like. That's that's me burning, isn't it? They're like, yep. I don't like any of that. Uh, and then, you know, I've got, as I affectionately call him, my scrote bro, Doc, who was just very yep. much like, hey, how's it going, man? I mean, we, he's actually really cool. We got along. He he noticed I was wearing a Cubs hat that day. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, hey, I'm from Chicago. So we talked Wrigley Field and all that shit. And then he's like, can I put on some music? And I'm like, yeah, and he put on like a 90s mix. <laughs> so it was like, cool guy. Uh I was like, you can turn it up if you want. He's like, no, man, because if they hear it, like, out in there, they hear me playing it, they're going to know I'm on my phone and they don't like that. (laughs) 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 Like, half expression, is it cool if I smoke in here? (laughs) Are you 
You don't care, right? Which I mean, I get. Uh, you know, Just don't like, tell them out there. Fucking Debbie will tell my boss. But it's like, yeah, it, it was a weird experience. Like, you know, you go in, they like <laughs> have you drop your pants. Like, they don't, you don't even have to get into a Johnny. You just drop your pants around your ankles. And they put like a little. That feels too unofficial for me. It, it really did. I'm like, <laughs> I want the hairnet. Yeah, no, no, they just literally, they drop your pants and you sit back on the, and you lean back and they put like a sheet over you with just like a circle for your nuts to hang out. Right, right, yeah. And I'm like, and they put another thing over it and it's because the woman, you could tell this woman had just seen 8 million yeah, sets of right, nuts right, in her lifetime. Yes. Because like when she pulled back the curtain, like the little thing they put over, she's like, ta-da! <laughs> I'm like, that would have been funny if that was something other than my nuts hanging out, wouldn't have been. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, I don't know, like a bouquet of flowers or something? <laughs> Anything but my balls. Yeah, it was one of those where I'm like, I'm definitely uh, going to make jokes to just get past how weird this fucking feels. Yeah. To just have my nuts being tugged for 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And and see, here I am laughing about it. If we had been talking about, uh, like, my surgery, my hip surgery last year, we wouldn't be giggling our way through it. We're only laughing because it's balls. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, and again, it's really fucking weird because you just go in, drop your pants, and then he, you know, you leave and he gives you a cup and he's like, hey, you know, don't, you know, you're going to masturbate 20 times and then you can, Jesus. The <laughs> best part, yeah, you have to, as you put it, you have to flush your pipes 20 times. I'm right. like, and I was like, okay, so what do I do the next day? <laughs> so what am <laughs> I going to be doing? Thank you, Billy Connolly, for that joke. What am I going to be doing on Thursday? Then? Yeah. <clears throat> and then, <laughs> this is the best part. They give you a little cup for your sample because they have to take it and run it under a microscope to make sure there are no more swimmers. Right. And on the note, it says, do not take this to, like, the the walk-in care that's on Union Street. Yeah. They, they will prob- not accept your They sample. probably don't want that. I'm like, in order to be put on the official things, how many people had to drop off their yeah, sample oh, yeah. there? <coughs> yeah, and they're just yeah. like, what the fuck do we do with this? I don't um, know. I'm some thinking... guy dropped off a, a thing of cum. What do we do with it? I think maybe it only happened once. <laughs> you know? I feel like that's all it would take. But again, as someone who's worked in bureaucracies a yeah. lot, I bet before, it did not. Before it got on a form, it might have been three or four. Yeah. But someone made a phone call the first time. <laughs> and the best part is, you know, someone had to, like, okay those instructions to go out. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Someone, hey, can you look over this for me make sure this is legal? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then I have to... And this is the other part that just... It has to still be warm. Jesus. I'm like, so it has to be like within an hour. I'm like, what What about people who live like more than an hour away? Beat off in the parking lot, I guess. <laughs> like, how many people have gotten arrested? Because they're like, no, I'm just... Dude! I'm in the hospital, I'm just going to leave a sample. <laughs> do, you know how, do you know how hard it is to aim for the cup of Buick? Do you know? <laughs> I promise, this is for science. <laughs> they're expecting this in there. They asked me to do this. Nay, they told me yeah, to. It was demanded of me. Oh, that was fun. So, meanwhile, got to watch a ton of fucking movies. Because, you know, when you just sit there with a big bag of ice on your nuts for, like, three days right. straight. Uh, I watched very little. Uh, I guess not very little. I still had a fairly productive June. Um... As I mentioned before, it's best ball season again. They dropped my favorite tournament yesterday morning at 10. It was supposed to be like a big 4th of July thing, but it was really kind of a pain in the ass because, like, we're doing shit. Yeah. <clears throat> so I have 50-something drafts going right now. Holy shit. As we sit here, because that one fills up very fast. Um, but, yeah, here they all are. Um, someone's coming to visit. Hello. It's Robin. 
Oh, pro- probably awesome. wants her phone back. Yeah. All right, we're back. Uh, <clears throat> Robin and I had a uh, bush hog person here this morning uh, to kind of widen our backyard that had kind of overgrown a little bit, and we were just talking about how violent it is. Mm-hmm. I'd never watched anyone do it before. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, like Robin said, I kind of feel bad for the trees because it's, like, <laughs> just shredding their yeah. limbs off. Wow, you know, it's like, it would be like someone uh, sticking your, well, it would be exactly like sticking your arm into a wood chipper. Yep, 100%. That's what, <laughs> that's what it feels like. That is what well, it that's is. That's what it looks like, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. your, your your use of the word violent. Yeah, is so, like, the, there's tree guts everywhere, and, like, he's just so casual about it. He's like, hey, you want me to take that one out? Like, if I can reach it, I can get it. Okay. Yep. And, and it's gone. Uh, but anyway, the, the yard is, the backyard is... Uh, about eight feet wider now, or actually, I guess it's back to its normal width. Um, and also, we gained some. Uh, the canopy is not yeah. quite hanging your as cubic, low. Your cubic area yes. has been increased. Right, right. Because uh, that the big tree down back, the big spruce tree or whatever the hell that is, uh, is just brutal. Dead, dead uh, limbs like halfway up. It's just an ugly, ugly tree. So we took a lot of those down too. But anyway. <clears throat> what were we talking about? Movies we had watched. So the normal thing? Yeah. You know. Uh, I'll go over to mine because there aren't that many. Um, the ele- So actually, the first thing that I would have watched after the last time we recorded, I watched with you, which was yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. I think that's the first time I've ever seen like all of it. I had never seen that. Well, it was one of those, like, you caught in bits and pieces yeah. on HBO. Is good. I've seen it and in full a bunch of times. And so. and got conf- got it confused with other things. Yeah. Uh, well, it's because it has, like, eight million of the same people. Yes. Like, Al Long and yes. the, the old dude from Gremlins. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of... I mean, this sounds horribly racist, but there weren't a whole lot of Asian actors working in Hollywood in the well, 80s. Well, I mean, that's... It, it's true. <laughs> that's... So that's, that's a fact. and in a, in a film that takes place, as one would suspect, in Chinatown, right? It's got a lot of the actors that you would see in every other role in the '80s that required an Asian actor, right? Plus, you get the the. Um, <coughs> let's see if I can get to it here. You get the usual uh, John Carpenters from other yeah. other John Carpenter things. Uh, the people that you don't know their names, or at least me. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, there are actually. I guess it, I mean it's not surprising, but the there are very few uh, white folk in the cast actually. Yeah, which I love too because like the one white one of the few white folks in the cast is you know Kurt Russell, who plays kind of the hero character. Yeah, only he sucks. He sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he he is not a great hero in this film. No, purposely he's kind of a schmuck. Yeah, and it it works well. Yes, one of the things very, I love most about that it's, movie is... It's very intentionally cheesy. Yeah, Jack Burton and his Pork Chop Express just kind yeah. of fucking make things worse whenever he's around. Yeah. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. <clears throat> was it the very next night? We yeah. Very, our or Al, two nights our later. Al, our Al Leong double feature. Uh, yes. <clears throat> uh, watched Die Hard. Uh, first time I've watched Die Hard in... I don't know how long. Um... Along with the 70s, 80s, 90s thing that we're that I'm kind of doing this year, um, I'm on my. Would you call it biannual or is it biannual if it's every two years or is it semi-annual? Bi. I can never. I always confuse. I get two. those messed up. But anyway, I think biannual. Every two year, about every two years, I watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. I'm in the middle of that right now. Actually, I'm almost done. I think I'm in season six. 
it's so easy to watch like five episodes of that because you don't even have to be paying attention to it really. Um, so anyway, there's been a lot of diehard talk around the house, so I asked Colin if he if he wanted to actually finally watch the movie that he's mm-hmm. that heard about, <laughs> talked about with reverence. Yeah, uh, in at least every other episode, it is it is referenced mm-hmm. on in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Um, so we watched that. That's unchanged. Uh, Blue Collar, I watched. Blue Collar was awesome. Blue Collar, I like that. Do, doesn't that? Don't you think that starts out as something like, oh, this is just going to be a doofus buddy work comedy and then all of a sudden oh they murdered Yafet Kodo <laughs> yeah <Fuck. laughs> um, I mean I guess I I knew what it was I guess going in blind it would have been yeah I mean a yeah, little... it's a Paul Schrader film yeah so don't expect Sunshine and Roses but the way it starts off it's like especially because you've got you know Richard Pryor right so it starts off like gung-ho yeah is that what that was called the one with Michael the Keaton. Michael Keaton one yeah. car factory <laughs> this would make a Fuck, awesome double feature. Yeah. Especially if you played Gung Ho first. Right. Because then you start the second one and it's kind of the same yeah. at the beginning. You know, working man, it's auto factory. Yeah, and then it's just like, oh no, every man can be bought. <laughs> and if you if you don't, we'll fuck you up. Yeah. Uh, Definitely a different side of uh, American production <laughs> that you're used to seeing. Yeah. Good uh, Fourth of July film blue collar would be. It, yes, it is actually. Uh, so it's uh, Harvey Keitel and uh, Richard Pryor and Yafet Kodo, who are uh, work at the plant and, and auto workers. Yeah. How does it come to be that they want to they want to rob the union because they're not happy with the union because they all all the union members know that the union officials well, are they crooked. Most, they and, mostly just hate the union boss, like one of the bosses, the steward, yeah, the steward they're, who's they're always steward, fucking with them, who is. Oh, what one of the 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 floor manager guys, so the company guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other guy they hate is the steward who was played by. Uh, he's just, in a bunch. I, of I watched this a couple movies, like a couple months ago, so I can't quite remember. Uh, I probably won't recognize his name. Is it him? Definitely wasn't Ed Begley no. Jr. Shit. <clears throat> no, it's definitely not Ed Begley Jr. Uh, tro- Mem- uh, Georgia Memoli. Memoli was that him? Maybe. Where are we seeing that? Right after Harry Believer or whatever. Nope, nope. That's the guy that you. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the yeah, guy that's you right. Keep, that's the guy that you keep popping up with. It's uh, not him, is it? No, that's Union President. I want the shop steward guy. What the hell was he? I'm trying to. I'm. I'm trying to think of another thing that he was in. There's a dude in that film named Rock Riddle. What you a know great what? name. It's gonna be way easier because on the app it shows the fucking headshots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's them, they, and yeah. then they get the idea to, they want to rob the union safe. Yeah. Thinking it's only going <clears> to <throat> be X amount of dollars, you know? Lane uh, Smith. Enough to... That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Enough to give them, like, a, a, a good time. Yeah. But not... They think it's got about $10,000. Yeah. And it will get them out of debt, you know, the ones that are in debt and all that stuff. So they end up, just like it has been kind of a theme of our 70s movies, Mm -hmm. they rob a place and then realize later that they have actually stolen something much more valuable than they thought. Yeah. Because they got the... The cooked books, essentially. Yeah, yeah. For the union that shows all the, like, the illegal loans and all that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, So then it turns into they finally get the idea that they should... At first, they want to give it back. Yeah. And Yafet Koto is like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. 
we're extorting these motherfuckers. We, we finally <laughs> have a chance to get them. Right. Uh, and as in a lot of these movies, things go south from there. Yeah. But the one thing I liked was the, was Pryor's turn, where he yeah. eventually, I don't want to fucking die. Right. I guess I'm a company man now. Right. Yep. You bought me, and yep. I'm okay with it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. The last like the last scene between him and Kaitel, who is still kind of, who is on the outs because he which is this one right here. Yeah. Uh, the one I shouldn't say that and point at nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's the the the. Wallpaper, well, no. yeah, whatever. When you bring up the movie on Voodoo, it's uh, yeah, or Skytel on essentially doesn't get shit out of this, right? He gets he he just he gets well. Yavikoto gets the worst of it, yeah, because <laughs> he gets killed, yeah, uh, in a paint booth, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's and it, it is it's. I'm glad it was ended that way, so that that not everyone because it isn't black or white, uh, so that not everyone either got away or got what they wanted. And yeah. not, or not everyone completely shit the bed. Richard Pryor ended up fine. Yeah. Better. Uh, Yafikoto, dead. Yeah. And Harvey Keitel, say, actually, one ended up in a better place. Yeah. Harvey Keitel made no ground whatsoever, yeah. ever, and Yafikoto got killed. Yeah. So. Except, yeah, except Keitel lost both his friends. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's not quite like a simple plan where everything just goes awful for everyone. Right. You know, but. I feel like that's what made it very, very realistic. Because, of course, someone's going to be like, you know, as much as I fucking hate the man, I don't want to die. I would like a little bit more money in my paycheck. I, yeah. I guess I'll fucking look if, the other way. I mean, my if my options are... Yeah. Get beat up, killed, ruined, whatever. Yeah. Or you're going to give me a raise. Yeah. You, do you understand how that stuff happens? Yeah. Because, like, when you're given that choice... Is your integrity worth your family? Yeah, like you're given that choice, you know, you turn around, and you look at your kids, and you're just like, uh, fuck it, I guess I love the company now. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. We've always loved Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, great movie. Yeah. Uh, what did I watch after that? Oh, after that, we went to Guardians 3, you and I and yeah. Colin went to Guardians 3. Which, Jesus Christ, that movie. I do think it's my favorite of the Guardians films. Um, yeah, I think so too. I don't want to get too spoiler spoilery, even though it's been out for about a, a little over a month or so. But, um, <laughs> I don't understand why they made such a big deal about Adam Warlock because <laughs> I know he's kind of fucking useless in this film. Yeah, it, it feels like the uh, I like that he's an idiot. Yeah, is which, he an idiot in the comics oh, or is that oh, just? Oh no, okay, he's I didn't a think so. Like being okay, that's what I thought. Um, I kind of like that he's an idiot because he's only like two years old. Yeah, because <laughs> he's made in a. Cocoon, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I did like, but the, he's basically a toddler because the High Evolutionary is a, is a Marvel character. He's not usually galactic, though. He's usually like <clears throat> he stationed Mount Wondergore, which is where like both the Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver have ties to. Okay. Um, so he is about you know evolving things, making things evolve, and I kind of liked his role in this, where it's not. Yeah, he's evil as fuck, but he's just trying to make everything better. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess that's in, in also a, what Thanos was trying to do. Yeah. So, yeah, he makes a good villain. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is... It's fucking Rocket Story, and it's yeah. fucking hard at points. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Yep. Uh, you get into that in... Um, 
Uh, a lot of that stuff is in the Guardians uh, Telltale game. Did mm-hmm. you ever play that? No. A lot of that stuff is in there with uh, Lila and whatever oh. else. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, that was, it was actually pretty good. That was that was one of the uh, after they the Telltale game started out really strong and then a bunch of them sucked. And but the Guardians one was pretty good. Um, yeah, uh, a lot more animal torture than uh, yeah. you're probably used yeah. to in a in a Marvel movie. Um, it's very long, but it didn't it, it really feel quickly. like it. Yeah, because uh, there's a lot it's, going on. It's paced very well. Yeah. Um, I like how they handled. I like the way that Gamora was handled. Because mm-hmm. um, it would have been real easy to just go back to the status quo yeah. with her. Yeah, and like ten minutes later, oh yeah, now I remember why I liked all you people. She's still but that character has never liked those people. Right, the, that Ever. that Gamora has, hates those people. Yeah, um, I like that she's a ravager. It fits in yep. with her prior characterization, and that before be, she met the guardian, and that she'd be the boss. Yeah, um, or the captain of her ship, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was good. Um, the following one we watched because we. Uh, I'm surprised you did not heart the rundown. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, I love that movie. That it's, movie's fun. It's good. I, again, I also haven't seen it in probably 20 years, so... Yes, that's probably it. I should probably um, rewatch it. Because I, I definitely haven't seen it since like 2006 or so. I have definitely, over the past couple of weeks... Because um, uh, we talk a lot about, over the at least the past year, two, probably the past two years, we've re- we or at least I have pretty much only watch like really good movies mm-hmm. so like when i watch something like the rundown <laughs> which is yeah. good but not like i, I just remember mostly being go- me watching that going you know, maybe this rock maybe the rock will have a career yeah because at that point he'd only done like you know me two mummy returns yeah. and maybe one other film and i was just like i don't i'm not sold on this guy and then after watching this i'm like no he's actually pretty funny and i'm not sure if this is a uh I think it's. I think it's both. This is kind of a backhanded compliment because uh, you can take it as uh, you could take it either way. He has not gotten any better or worse. Since, no, since no. the rundown, he, the character he is in the rundown is his character. Correct. In so many films. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so on one hand, because I was half expecting it to be like awkward and him just being a terrible actor. Yeah. I mean, he's not like. Great actor, but he no. he gets through a movie. Yeah. Um, but no, if you took like <clears throat> what was when Jungle Cruise, The Rock. Yeah, this is him. Yes, same character. Yep, essentially. Yep. And you it, know? It's, so on on one hand, it's like if you like 2018 Rock, yeah, you're gonna be just fine with 2003 Rock because he has not changed. Yeah. He has not improved. If it's a movie where The Rock is essentially The Rock, yeah, you know, where he's not asked to stretch at all. I don't think he takes those. Not anymore. Was, He's got uh, a few. Was Pain and Gain, was he a little bit outside? He was actually thought. dumber in Pain and Gain. I wondered, because I wondered if he was outside his normal range no. for that. No. no he, like I said, he plays it a little dumber, but it's not hard to believe. Yeah, right. Because like, I not, knew at least in that movie... It's not all of a sudden, like, like it's, it's not like Mark Wahlberg in the happening level yeah. is different. You know? uh, right. <laughs> I have no problem believing that The Rock and Mark Wahlberg are meatheads in a gym. Yeah, no problem with that. Because they come up with a very terrible idea and then don't execute it well. Do they kidnap? Oh like, yeah, it gets dark and violent. Yeah. Like they, well, they I knew a fucking dude's hand at one point. I knew he at least uh, in that movie was a character. He wasn't just hey, we're writing this for the Rock. 
Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> they they kind of did. Um, if they didn't write it for him, they definitely changed enough of it to be like, no, this is The Rock. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're getting something uh, from someone, whether it's a singer or a, a wrestler or an athlete or whatever, making the transition to movies. Usually those first two are pretty rough. Yeah. But like, and I guess that would be the example with Scorpion and whatnot. But yeah. like, once he settled into this, and this is 20 years old now. No, but it's like, it's like you compare that now to like the stuff Batista's in. Yeah. Like, Batista is such a better actor. Yes. Well, yeah, and, and you see the growth. Because you see like Batista in Dune and yeah. the aforementioned Blade Runner 2049 and yeah. uh, Knock, at, Knock at the Cabin. Um, yeah, you have seen growth he, he from can him. act. Yeah. Uh, and not just be the big muscle-bound meathead who's funny. And really, you, you go... <laughs> I, we had this talk before, but The Rock is like one of the biggest movie stars in the world, mm-hmm. and none of his movies are great. And if they are, it's is, not necessarily because of him. Is there a great The Rock? The best Mer- Rock movie is Moana, which he's going to be doing a live action version of. I don't know. If, I don't know if I like that. I don't know either. I, 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 I have lost all interest in the Disney live action remakes yeah. as it is. Yeah, um, uh, I'm not sure about that. Let me see. Is there a great rock movie? Let me unfade. Um, I do. Let's. Love, I'll just read them off. I do so, love Fast Five a whole fucking lot. Do you want me to put them in order of rating? Yeah, let's do that. All right. So in order of average rating, Beyond the Mat, which is a documentary about wrestling. I want it just to be. <laughs> wow, most of them are documentaries. Yeah. See, I fucking hate that. I want it to be. Can I just do? How do I sort? How my... is Jungle Cruise two a highest rated? <laughs> <laughs> it's not even it's made. Not even out yet. Uh, can I do that? I guess not. This is kind of useless to do it that way. So we'll do it this way. Uh, Moana well, yeah, popularity will be close enough. Uh, Jumanji. Is... I forget he's even in Free Guy. I don't know what he does in Free. Oh, is he like a? He's well, actually, there's a shitload of everyone's yeah. in Free Guy for like thirty seconds. Yeah. Um, Jumanji. Welcome Jumanji... to Jungle is a fun movie. Yes, it's a great. Was... No, it's just I can't believe this is actually good. Red Notice is not, is fine. Jumanji is. The second one is fine. Yeah, the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, Baywatch. Jungle Cruise, fine. The other guys, he's in for like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Fast, fast, fast. I was actually surprised fast. at how bad Baywatch sucked. Mummy Returns, Baywatch, Fighting with My Family, I guess, is actually pretty good. That is a good film. That is a good film, but he's barely in it. He's basically in it to provide a pep talk at one point. Uh, Central Intelligence. I will not watch him and Kevin Hart because I, God, Kevin Hart just annoys me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's got a new special on Peacock, so we get the yeah, Rampage, ads constantly. Skyscraper, San Andreas, Rampage. There's Pain and Gain, Skyscraper. Skyscraper. None of these movies are great. No. Journey to, uh, watched Journey two at school at some point this year. I can't remember for what. Maybe uh, right before Christmas. Southland Tales is a very interesting movie i'm not gonna call it great i mean look at the ratings for that 2.9 oh my no God. but we'll get we'll that's, get they're fucking all over the place that's pretty good there's that's, almost as that's many that's a rare one there's right almost there. as many half star rate like half one star ratings as there are five star ratings and like four star three star and two star are almost all equal um but it is not a rock movie by any stretch of the imagination it's by the same it's uh same guy who did dunny darko it's got Sean William Scott again, though. Yeah. Why is he on there twice? For reasons. Is he like a... Is there like a twin? Kind of, sort of. Okay. 
<laughs> and again, that also has a director's cut that is vastly different than the regular cut. Scorpion yeah. King, Doom, G.I. Joe, Hercules. Walking Tall, Faster, Snitch. I didn't even know Snitch was a movie. Like, you've heard of all of these. You've yeah. seen most of them. But, like, none of them are great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, they're all populist movies. Like, oh, you want to you wanna watch a movie that 70, 60% of the audience will think is fun? Here you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly 60. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, I'll have to rewatch the rundown at some point. It's it is. I don't want I don't want the three to to be a negative. It's a fine movie. We had yeah. a blast watching it, but like, there's nothing special about that movie. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, I doubt I've you've seen it. seen it. I doubt I've even ranked. Yeah, I haven't watched it since I've had Letterboxd. No. Uh, but it is fun. And also, you have to, be able to tolerate Sean William Scott being Sean William Scott. I feel like I I kind of feel if you okay so if you step away from Sean William Scott mm -hmm. and then you go back to something like this you go I get why he was popular and I it's too bad that he wasn't able to mm -hmm. but he he burned so hot for such a short amount of time yeah. that like everyone from Stifler to about here yeah do so that what was American Pie like 99 yeah it was exactly 99 so like 99 to probably 99 to 04 or something was Sean William Scott's fucking goat when he could still play mm -hmm. In his 20s. Uh, <laughs> I'm anxious to see like exactly what... Welcome to the Sean William Scott podcast. Uh, probably the only one of our kind. He still has... And I'm not even sure... Fuck, this is even worse. I'm not even sure what movie it's in. I think it's old school, where he's the animal handler. And he's only in one scene. At the birthday party, he like brings the donkey. And Will Ferrell shoots himself in the neck with the, with the tranquilizer, tranquilizer dot. Yeah, because yeah, he's all like tatted up. He looks like, like he's from Jacksonville. And he's got the fucking... <laughs> he's got the mullet wig. Yeah. All right, That's so one of my favorite scenes. American Pie, Final Destination, Road Trip, Dude Where's My Car, Evolution, American Pie 2, Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back, briefly, uh, a movie called Stark Raving Mad, I have no idea what that is, Old School, uh, Bulletproof Monk, American Wedding, The Rundown, Dukes of Hazard 2005. We'll, we'll call that like the end. The end. That was probably yeah, the end. Yeah, because Southland Tales was 2006. Oh, Mr. Woodcock. Jesus. Roll. Oh, he's in. I actually liked Role Models. That was 2008. I won't count. Oh, he was in Cop Out briefly. Goon. I guess Goon is quite good. Yeah. What year is Goon? 2011. Yeah. But yeah, he definitely went from being in like two movies a year. To, oh, hey, he's in this again. And again, I fucking hate that IMDb does this. Quit including, like, outtakes as a fucking feature, as a film. Under acting Yeah, that credits. bugs me. I don't like that. Or if they appeared... So it's like, oh, the American Reunion reunion yearbook video. Yeah. American Reunion gag reel. American Reunion extended scenes. Don't fucking include those, IMDb. <laughs> Who on here is going, I wonder if Stifler was in any of the extended scenes for right. American Pie, fan, American Reunion. Because that, that doesn't muddle up the list that I'm looking at at yeah, all. Yeah, no shit. Come on, IMDb, get your shit together. Although You've been around long enough to know better. Letterboxd include. I guess I don't mind that Letterboxd includes a lot of that type of stuff, but I wish they had an easy way to filter out of it. Yeah. 
Because there are a couple filters that are along that line, but nothing like, that will do that. Like feature length. Yes. But you can do that on Letterbox, but it doesn't. It still doesn't get rid of. Oh, there's certain shit that it doesn't get rid of, and it annoys the shit out of me. <clears throat> but anyway, what was the most? What's the most recent thing he's done? Has he done anything recently? Uh, I guess I could do that just as easily here. Release date new. Uh, he is in the Wrath of Becky. Whatever that a is. A new horror film. Okay. And. It, Wow, and he... Oh, he was on a TV show called Welcome to Flatch. What the fuck is Welcome to Flatch? 30, 27 episodes. Huh. It's on Fox and Hulu. But again, never fucking heard of it. There was a Goon sequel. Still Gooning? <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, that's right, he was in the Lethal Weapon series, the, the TV show. He was? Oh, yeah. Was he the Riggs character? No, he couldn't have been. No. He must have been a side He character. was Wesley Cole. All right. He's in Super Troopers 2. See that. Right after Goon, Last of the Enforcers. I've never seen the first Super Troopers. Have you seen have. Super Troopers? I've seen them both. They are... Uh, the first one is stupid dumb fun. I just don't think... The fact that they got Brian Cox in it is probably the biggest thing. (laughs) I don't find any of them funny. They're usually not. In anything. Like, I know, because they do a bunch of... They They write a lot of stuff. Like, I don't find any of them funny. Mm -hmm. The the meow thing is funny every once in a while. I will every now and then watch it, because that's funny. That is a funny little bit. But the rest of it's just not. No, it's one of those... Super Troopers is one of those movies, like... If I watched it once every ten years, I'll be like, yeah, this is pretty funny. But I'm not, like, I knew people who watched Super Troopers like, once a fucking month. Yes, like, me too. What is wrong with you? Yeah, I, I and I, because that, that was part of the reason that I've never watched it, because I was so fucking sick. Of, I was so sick of people telling me I had to see it yeah. that I refused to. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will not, just out of spite. Yeah, it was one of those movies, like, around, it came out right around the same time as, like, Napoleon Dynamite, where it's, like, everyone is constantly fucking quoting it, and I'm just like, yeah. fucking stop, you're ruining things. Yeah. Thanks, I hate it now. Yeah. Uh, just watched The Rock a couple days ago. After watching a Rock movie. Oh, I didn't even put that yeah. together. Um, the Rock is still very fun. Yep. Um, it is, I think, the best Michael Bay Right? Like, in that line of... Which is funny, because it's one of his first. Yeah. And that's what we were, we were talking about this before we started recording. Uh, having not seen The Rock since, all, I think, probably all of the Transformers movies came out, it is hilarious going back to watch The Rock, because it just looks like a Transformers yeah, you movie. You could superimpose Transformers in there. and It is yeah. amazing. Everything is shot the exact same way. He shoots things the exact same way every single time. Uh, he uses the same dumb... I guess it's fine sometimes. Even like down to like the way the music is. They all sound I guess that's true of all directors, but I guess when they when they kind of suck, yeah. it's it's different. It really points like, it out a little harder. Yeah, cuz if we said that about I mean we could say that about like, Spielberg. Like Spielberg but, yeah, always getting John Williams to do his film. Yeah, you know, but like, always has to have John Hughes Kaminsky shoot it. <laughs> yeah. So it I guess it's kind of complaining about something not complaining but shitting on something that fucking everyone does but man yeah, lots of directors use the same fucking crew all the time but <laughs> the rock looks exactly like every transformers movie yeah. um 
It's funny. Yeah, and like I said, watching the ambulance every time, like there was like some sort of chase scene. I'm like, I've I've seen this chase scene a million times in yep. these movies. A million fucking. Did times. you even shoot this again? Yeah. <laughs> Did, Did you, you just use old footage? Yeah. <laughs> you just throw on some old footage and just superimpose some new shit in it. Uh, <laughs> but the Rock is. It, but it's true though. He he. That's maybe his best movie. There's a reason it's in the Criterion Collection. The very first one. Uh, (coughs) But I was in the middle of watching it. I mean, not like she was far off. But Robin came in. She goes, are you watching Con Air? I said, no, this is The Rock. So, like, it's Brother. Well, Uh, well, Brother from a different mother. Because that is is a Simon West. That's Simon West, right. Who who did not have the career. But but it's still Bruckheimer, right? It's a Bruckheimer film. Yeah. Yeah, um, Bruck, Bruckheimer owned like from like ninety five. He to, made like, some 99. fucking dough in the nineties. Holy shit, Bruckheimer <laughs> films. Yeah, every, every summer had huge fucking Bruckheimer yep. films. Um, who directed Armageddon? That was Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Yeah. Okay. Well, the rock, also the, also also in the Criterion Collection. I did know that. Yeah, because uh, I found both of them used. So I have their old DVDs, and they are terrible to watch. But is Armageddon like ninety seven? So it would have been right. It, it after was like the their... following summer, either ninety seven or ninety eight. Uh, ninety eight. Ninety eight. Is Armageddon? I, look, I know Armageddon is a fucking wreck, but is it better than The Rock? I maybe I could watch Armageddon. I liked the cast of Armageddon better. There's some fun shit in Armageddon. There is. Because, I mean, you've oh, got yeah. Steve Buscemi being a fucking wackadoo. Oh, right, and, right. You know, I've always liked Will Patton. Michael it's, Clark Duncan is Michael in Clark it. Duncan's in it. You've got some very standard uh, Ben Affleck. Billy Bob's in Billy, it. Billy Bob's... Billy Bob's actually quite good in it. There's a great moment with Billy Bob in that film. Um, he just elevates everything he's in, though. Liv Tyler. Yeah. You didn't want to miss a thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's very... It's definitely a very big bombastic film. Uh, my favorite. <laughs> Raised I mean, the essential question of why wouldn't it just be easier to train astronauts to drill <laughs> than train drillers to be astronauts. The the funny thing about on that is uh, supposedly, and this is, you got a picture, this is a, a still a pretty young Ben Affleck. Brought that up, of course he's the smart kid. Mm-hmm. Brought that up and Michael Bay just said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. Okay. You got it. Sounds good, boss. This is way more. I'd really love to read like a nice book about like that Michael Bay era yeah. filmmaking of those Bruck like give me a nice like book on Bruckheimer from like ninety five to two thousand five to tell is, me what was really going on in those. Is the first Bad Boys better than The Rock? I can't stand Bad Boys. Mostly because I just don't like the combination of Martin Campbell and Will Smith. I just Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence, that's what I meant, yeah. What is he, Martin Campbell? Yeah. Yes, the director of Zorro <laughs> and Goldeneye. Um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I don't think, I've never even seen Bad Boys 2. I I think we had this conversation. I didn't even know it existed. Well, now, now Bad Boys 3 exists too. Oh, and fucking Pearl Harbor. Oh my god, I forgot Pearl Harbor existed. Oh, that's what it was. It was when Bad Boys 3, when it because that was recent, right? Yeah, that was like a year or two ago. And I didn't know that there was a 2. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one of these months I'll just have to do like a whole like Michael Bay fucking watch. I've I've always wanted to see the island. I have never I mean, watched the island. I mean, Baywatch is pretty easy to tag. Oh fuck yeah! So, I mean, you could do Summer Baywatch. You could call it whatever you want. Yeah, 
I mean, I've, I and I hate to say this, I've been meaning to rewatch the Transformers or or rewatch and then watch the last two because I've know. never seen the last two, the the night and whatever the fucking other one was. You know how bad that would bring down my average. Oh, I, know. Uh, I know. Have you seen my fucking thing lately? It's like whew, it goes straight up. There's like twice as many fours as anything else. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of want to too though. I feel like it'll. I think I feel like. I'll get dumbed down, though. Let's fucking do it. I don't know. <laughs> but still, that'll be one of those good things. Some of them I hate so much, If you're though. like, you know, I don't want to really watch anything right now, but fuck it, I'm going to throw on a Transformers. The last one that we even tried to watch, and we didn't make it through it, was the Mark, the first Marky Mark I one. didn't, which I didn't. Holy What was after, which one was shit. it? Revenge, is Revenge of the Fallen, is that the last one? No. The I last that, Shia? I think that's the second, that's... No, Dark Side of the Moon, I thought, was the second Shia. Can I put these in order? How do I put just the Transformers movies in order? I'll just put everything in order. Maybe. At least they knew us first. Okay, so let's get back to Transformers, and then... Yeah, oh, Revenge, no, okay, Revenge Dark Side of the, of the Moon Fallen. is third. Okay, then I have seen Dark Side of the Moon. Which one But that just tells... I, I, I can't fucking remember, but that just tells you like how interchangeable these are that I don't know which one the second or the third one was. It's not like, you know, Empire and Jedi where you're like, well, fuck, you know, Yoda dies in Jedi and Luke does this in Empire. I Has can't he... tell you a fucking thing that happens in either of those. Which one had the Constructicons? I don't know. Because I remember John Turturro having to talk about how he was underneath Something the balls, balls yeah. on the pyramid. I think that's this one. I don't fucking <laughs> that's know. That's the thing. We don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> well, and, and in every single one, the MacGuffin... Is essentially the same, does the same thing, but it's a totally different object. Yeah, like it's the all spark, and then it's like some other thing that gives all lives to life to what do they call themselves? I don't fucking remember. Robots, like <laughs> transformers, uh, and like I thought that's what the all spark did. Then you get to the next one, and it's like, oh, it's this fucking sword or something. Like, yeah, wait, King Arthur's I thought that, fucking sword. I thought that's what the last thing did. Which one is the fourth <laughs> one? Age of Extinction? Is that what that says? I think that's the one that Robin and I tried to watch and fucking yeah. laughed. Never watched it. Uh, As humanity picks up the pieces following the conclusion of Transformers Dark Side of the Moon. What happened at the end of Dark Side of the Moon? Why does humanity have to pick up the pieces? I don't know. Yeah. I don't See, know if I can do that. It's such a cinematic... Rarely ever do I have a cinematic blind spot where I've seen the movies. <laughs> <laughs> you you gave Transformers a two in... Uh, when did you watch it? Oh, you just marked seven it as Seven years watched. ago. You just marked it as watched yeah. seven years ago. Um, yeah, and I think that's the best one. I think right? I, remember, I think I remember like the second one a little better. Oof. Maybe no. I think the second. Did I, did, I, did I mark that one at all? Probably not. Uh, nope. No, but Eric gave it a one. Eric gave it a one. <laughs> <laughs> I think the second one is like. I don't know. I think. I think. I think the first one is watchable, and then the rest of them are just awful. Yeah. Is from what I understand. I don't think I've ever seen three, and I definitely haven't seen. God, five. Am, I, am I really prepared though to have Michael Bay be one of my top watch directors of the year? You got to make sure. You got to make sure to pad it. With someone else first. What's that? 12, 15? Okay, so actually he wouldn't be... He wouldn't at least be my top one. Even if you watched all of them? Even if I watched every single one of them. Because right now... 
I know Spielberg's my top, because I watched pretty much every Spielberg film. And... You're not going to watch Six Underground, are you? Or are you? What the fuck is Six Underground? It's the Netflix one with oh, Ryan Jesus. Reynolds. It sucks. I gave it a one and a half. Let's see. Spielberg, I watched 24. Sam Raimi, I've watched 13. Walter Hill, I've watched 12. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll be in your... He'll be in my top four. Yeah. But then if I, if I get... I could just go on a Scorsese thing and get a bunch of Scorsese's right. in there. I, my, my goal would just to be make sure he wasn't top five. <laughs> I think the island is actually pretty good. I've heard from good things what from I understand. Island. But yeah. it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I've just never, I missed it when it came out. And then I've just never gotten back. I think I even own it, honestly. Uh, and these aren't streaming anymore. Well, that's why, that's why I was hoping to find like the, tra- the Transformers like really fucking cheap. Like, what are you talking? Like, <laughs> three bucks each. Tops. So, like, uh, how many are there? Four. Six, out? including Bumblebee. Bumblebee's actually... Bumblebee's the best Transformers movie. Yeah. Uh, but how many Bay ones? Five. There's one. There's five. Yeah, if I could find the complete collection on Blu-ray, because I won't own the fucking For DVDs, 20 bucks? For, like... No. Like, 15. <laughs> if you're including Bumblebee, uh, maybe 20. Let's see... Uh, I'll check on Amazon just to I'll see if such a loose. thing such a thing exists. Uh, Transformers box set. Ooh, let's even see if they got it in 4K here. Transformers the original series. Transformers the movie. Thirty fifth anniversary. Say, that, 4K. Just came, that just came out <laughs> on blue on 4K. All right, here we go. Ultimate. Oh fuck you! Ultimate five movie collection. Yeah, forty-four dollars. I ain't paying forty-five dollars for you, dude. You can get twenty dollars for a used Blu-ray. Oh, see, that's still asking. I'm a thinking. Lot. I'm thinking it is. Uh, it would actually be twenty-four dollars, so they'd be five. Let me see what Bull. Oh, Bull Moose has. See, yeah, the the Blu-ray collection, they don't have any used. Brand new is like forty-five. Who's fucking paying that? Uh, that's not what I want. Movies and TV. Oh, oh, oh nope. <laughs> they have a used four K for thirty-seven for the first five. Uh no, 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 no. Thirty-seven's too much. Uh. I feel like I could probably... eBay five movie collection. Oh, these are DVDs. Sorry. Uh, that's actually pretty cool. I don't want. Oh, it, what's but... this one? Trans. Oh, see, here's here's where I could get around it though. Nope. Boom. Sixteen bucks. On eBay. Yep. There we go. But four dollars <clears throat> shipping brings it up to twenty. You're still four <laughs> bucks a year. Four dollars a movie at that point. Oh. The difference between three and four, though, man. <laughs> Dan, you paid more for that iced coffee than the difference between... I enjoyed it more. <laughs> I enjoyed it more, and it's lasted just as long. <laughs> yeah. I can milk that for two hours as well. Actually, no, to be fair, this is like... you probably got like 12 hours of material here. It's five movies. I know, but what do I got for special features? <laughs> You're not going to watch a special feature. Oh, oh God, no. But I feel like it... <laughs> you, I, you will not watch one special feature. But I at least feel like if there's a documentary or two on it there, maybe? 
the DVD box set <coughs> actually kind of nice, but they want 20 bucks for it. <coughs> the Japanese collection DVD box set. That must be the TV show, though. 150 bucks. I bet that's the TV show. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, what's this? Oh, boy. This is the first four movies for 12 bucks. See, that might be worth it. Oh, with a slipcase. And it's British. It's Region 2. So, actually, no, that's not going to be any better because it's going to be yeah. like 16 bucks. So, they're four bucks a piece again. Yeah. Your best bet is that first one. <laughs> is it really, though? <sighs> Why aren't they fucking streaming any? There's a new movie out or coming who, out. Uh, who uh, distributes? Is it Paramount? Columb I don't know. Ooh, a, the sixth one though is uh, that's thirty five. That's still that's like five fifty a movie. Yeah, with fucking ten dollars shipping. Oh fuck you! Fuck that. <clears throat> what are you shipping it with? Oh, that's too much too. This is one of those things though. I bet if I just go to flea markets and shit, I can oh, yeah. cobble together a bunch of them, probably in like dollar bins for yeah, like for a dollar piece. Uh, hey, but Google. it's still sad that I'm like, I don't even want them on DVD. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not going to. I, I want to see this mess in all its clarity. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Google. Who distributes the Transformer movies? Sorry, I don't have any information about that. You but I found something similar. Do you want to know who distributes Transformers movies? <laughs> yes. Yes. On the website fandom.com, they say... Michael Bay directed the first five films, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, and Dark of the Moon, and has served as a producer for subsequent films. The series have been distributed by Universal Pictures, okay, DreamWorks you. Pictures, and Paramount Pictures. So what the fuck? Um, hey Google, that's why, that's why they're still fucking expensive, because you got three studios to pay off. I mean, no, because so, DreamWorks doesn't even exist anymore, I don't think, so. Is DreamWorks now... Uh... They must be... So who does Kung Fu Panda and all that shit, then? I don't know. DreamWorks. Oh, I guess DreamWorks Animation. DreamWorks. Yeah, it seems like... Oh, they're that. still a thing. I thought they I thought they were pretty much shuttered. <clears throat> no, they're still cranking out How to Train Your Dragons and... Teenage Kraken shit. That type of stuff. In a movie about a narwhal. Trolls. They made the Puss in Boots movie. The Puss in Boots movie was awesome. Last Wish. Did you watch it? Not yet. It's I on... I will at some point. It's on Peacock. Oh, all right. I think. It's on something. Um, it's really good. The bad guys actually wasn't that bad. The Boss Baby movies are brutal. Yeah. Like, really I've seen I've seen like a half an hour of one of the Boss Baby movies, and I'm like, this really is, this is such shit. awful to be in the same room when that's on. Well, thanks to Tilly, I've seen Trolls. The first Trolls is good. The second one's terrible. And the third one's probably not going to be any better. Uh, how did we get there? So, um... Dan's going to buy all the Transformers movies in 4K. Yeah. Watch them all on the same day. Uh, you can Holy watch Six shit. Underground right now. That is, uh, that's a Netflix movie. Um, you, well, I did own, you just I, watch I, Ambulance? I, I own the... I re recently this year, I think, watched Ambulance. I own the Rock and Armageddon Criterion <clears throat> editions. I think Ambulance is on Peacock also. Yeah. Ambulance is on Amazon Prime. I thought it was on Peacock. I thought it was too. It was at one point. Yeah. I know. Uh... 
the Bad Boys movies, and I, I, I think I own Pain and Gain. Because the first week Pearl I got... Pearl Harbor, I do not own. That movie is awful. That movie was terrible. Um, it was definitely on Peacock, because it was the newest movie released when I got Peacock, mm-hmm. whenever, whatever year that was. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how many... Because I, I think I, I will... I will try to do this by the end of the summer. I make no guarantees. <laughs> I'm... Because I think I probably will watch Armageddon. Oh, I don't know I'll if I can I'll watch Armageddon do any day. I might watch these first three. Bad Boys, uh, and I already watched The Rock and Armageddon. I don't know that I can get into the Transformer. I'll give it a, I'll give it a try. Transformers. You know, Armageddon, I've uh, got a sweet spot. Like, just because that came out pretty much right when I first started working at Movie Gallery. Yeah. So, we had <clears throat> fucking copies of it. People always wanted to talk about Armageddon. Well, I think when Armageddon was out was the absolute peak of video stores. Yeah, because it, when it came out on video, I think it would have been 99, which was, that yeah, was a huge year for video stores. The peak of going... It, like Going to the video store was like... I liked going to the video store more than I liked going to the movies. Yeah. Oh, you'll find this fix. I don't, I don't know if you follow these people. The... Um, the movie theater that's in Belfast. Oh yeah, the Colonial. It's been getting rounds on Twitter. I know, I saw that. Because like we Diabolic talking... DVD of all people were like, "Hey, yeah. who wants to go in on this?" Yeah, I've, I, I was actually telling Robin about that yesterday. I yeah. said the Colonial's up for sale again, and uh, it's all over Twitter. Some a bunch of foreigners want to come in and. Well, it's a cool looking theater. Oh yes, it is. And it's like, like one person was like, "Oh, this would be right up there with my dream with owning a video store." Again, I'm like, "There's still one operating around the corner." Yeah. And they were like, no way. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I've never rented anything from it, because, again, I don't live in Belfast. I don't, right. I'd get some late fees attached. Um, but I do like that a video store is still... And they've got tons of shit in that video store. I love, I go in every time I'm in Belfast to yeah. look around. Because you never know what they're going to be selling for used. But did you, they, Have you ever been to the Colonial? I've uh, never seen anything there, but I've, <clears> I've been to it. We... <laughs> Robin and I went to Pirates of the Caribbean at the, at the Colonial, or whatever would have come out in like 2004. Was it maybe Bruckheimer the second one? produced Thief? Wow. I remember seeing his name in the credits when I watched I it this I year. Knew he, I knew he did Beverly Hills Cop, because that was like one of his big first things that Bruckheimer produced. God, he just looks like a coked up asshole. It would have been this one. We saw Dead Man's Chest at uh, the Colonial. Another, tr- another group of like four or five films I have trouble... Yeah, the difference after the first one. knowing which one is which, uh, and uh, also which uh, a series where the first one is the only one that's really watchable. Yeah, this one, this one's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I I love the first Pirates film. Um, they get and they get progressively worse. Yeah, like there's no like oh this one's bad, the next one's not too bad. They just get yeah. The third one is is a slog. Well, it's also like three hours fucking long. Yeah, and I don't know if I've even seen. Nope, I have not seen that one. I don't think I've Dead seen. Tell- oh, Harvey- <laughs> oh, that's right. Harvey Bardem was in that. Right. Bardem, uh, Bodem, Harvey Bardem. Bodem. There you go. A different guy. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I haven't seen that one. Um, National Treasure. I watched this year. Those are enjoyable. Yep. I watched those during my Nick Gage viewing. Uh, what else? Connor's another one I'll just watch all fucking day long. Is that streaming? Paramount Plus. Man, MGM Plus. My Paramount shut off right now. I don't want to turn it on again until football. Because I won't watch anything else on it. 
Bad Boys for Life. That's what the new one is yeah. called. 2020. Huh. <clears throat> Jesus, he fucking cranked out. Yeah. Big time. Pro- I mean, he's a power producer. I've got a Bruckheimer book at home that's just a big coffee table book on Bruckheimer that I picked up just, for like five bucks somewhere. Just producing the shit out of stuff here. Yeah. This was on my 90s, not 90s list, I guess. Oh, I just have it on a watch list. Yeah, Why? it's, you know, that Tony Scott Denzel Washington film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was on a Flick Connection video. That's where I, that's why it's on the list. I just watched Enemy of the State recently. For the uh, Hackman. Anyway, The Rock. Yeah. Uh, and then... That took us down a rabbit hole. It Holy did. Shit. Look how far. And then I watched No Way Out a couple nights ago. Um, this was one that we were... That I... When I first mentioned it a little while ago, I, I, I remember hoping, loving it. We were hoping it was still good. And I wondered if it would hold up. <clears throat> it's probably not a four. <laughs> I gave it a four. Yeah. A lot. Because I love that movie. Yeah. Um, a lot of it... Depends on crazy coincidences. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that he... Well, I don't know. I guess the fact that he is the exact person that their fake... Sorry. Kevin Costner is a is a Navy guy, and he's friends with the assistant to the Secretary of Defense, which is uh, um, Gene Hackman. Uh, the aforementioned Will Patton is mm-hmm. the... Assistant, and he's friends with Kevin Costner, and Kevin Costner gets brought in uh, to something about a f- funding for a sub, and that, that the Secretary of Defense doesn't want, and the Senator does want. Anyway, uh, trade federations. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, he meets Sean Young at a big swaggy party. Um, they are they start a relationship. Sean Young always means trouble. Yep, she does always, always mean means trouble, trouble, both in real life and yep. Uh, so uh, then he learns that she has. He knows that she has this uh, powerful uh, sugar daddy. <laughs> I don't know. And then he only later finds out that it's Gene Hackman who is his boss. Then she ends up. Uh, Gene Hackman kills her. Um, and then Kevin Costner is put in charge of the investigation to find out who it is. So the whole thing uh, is all very closely tied together. And they make up this thing about that he's uh, that it must have been a Russian spy that killed her. Um, it turns out that, spoilers, it's Kevin Costner and he is. The, although that's a, the very, one of the things I always found was super cool about this was that he is a spy. Um <laughs> But it depends on an awful lot of yeah. uh, coincidences. Uh, and also, uh, we mentioned it last time, and it could not happen today. Uh, I forgot that the... Because I was kind of conflating the, the dot matrix printer with the very slow picture thing. It was actually two things. It was this picture thing was happening up on a screen where it was taking like fucking two days to increase the resolution of this picture. There was also a dot, ma- a, a dot matrix printer... Uh, thing that you were also waiting for that was taking all day because they uh, he was printing out the list of gifts from oh. that foreign whatever's give to heads of state foreign heads of state give to 
like the Secretary of Defense, because they have to declare all that. Mm. And he had given the dead girl a little jewelry box that he had gotten as a gift from some fucking ambassador. And Kevin Costner needed that as proof that they knew each other. Yeah. Because it showed up in her apartment, the evidence or whatever. So, you're, but, but there's no way to just search that. You've got to print out the whole fucking thing, and it takes all fucking day. Yeah. And it's just going... <laughs> So it again couldn't happen today, yeah. but like that that part is fine. That part's actually pretty great. Um, That'd be a fun movie to show it to like a thirteen year old now. Yeah, just so they could be like, what, what is that? Yeah. What is why happening? is this taking so long? <laughs> just fucking scan it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and all the all the computer and that's true of any movie like this. All, all the computer talk is just funny. Yeah, uh, but whatever. Um, but still, uh, a lot of fun. Going right, back, holy shit. Going yeah, back I to uh, the three yeah, that we, we talked, talked about, about, and then Serial Mom. Yeah, I went on because again, uh, Andrea and I got to go see John Waters in fuck, I forget which town it was already near <laughs> Belfast, somewhere near near Rockland. Uh, he gave like a little hour long speech. It was oh, was fun. it in Camden? No, but it was one of the towns like Lincolnville. Waldboro. Oh, okay. Waldboro. So off the coast. Yeah, uh, but we did stay in Camden. Nice. Uh, right on, right on the water at a hotel. It was really nice, Enjoy, enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, we were going to see John Waters do a talk. I have a. He does a good way again because they say, "Oh, you get a picture with you get you know if you buy the VIP pictures, you get a ta- you get, uh, tickets, you get a picture with him." He fucking knows how to do this as quickly as humanly fucking possible. Because all he does was he lines everyone up on the stage yep. and then just walks behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so you get a picture of him standing about eight feet behind you. Come on, man. <laughs> I get it. The dude's in his mid-70s yeah. and had a cough. All, at, all yeah. So it's like, I get where he doesn't want people to be that close to him. Um, And if, he, if I have to stand that far away so that John Waters can stay alive, I'm all for it. Yeah. <clears throat> um. He did not do autographs, which kind of sucks, but Bull Moose was there selling books he had signed ahead of time. I don't have a problem with that. No, exactly. It, for a dude, again, he's 70 fucking four. Would I want to sit Something there and sign like everybody's book for like two hours afterwards? No. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not ordering shit off fucking eBay that's been signed, air yeah. quotes, but like, he, you, know, you know that happened. They, they brought the books. Yeah. He signed them all. Yeah. And they charged regular price for them. It was oh, regular cool. book price. So... I mean, which at Bull Moose regular book price is 30% more than they usually charge, but still. Yeah, right. I'm okay with that. But yeah, so going into that, like, the two or three days before the show, I just crammed a bunch of John Waters into my fucking eyes. Dirty Shame, Cry Baby, Multiple Maniacs, Pink Flamingos, Cecil B. Demented. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Unless again, he also directed King of Screen, no, King on Screen. King on Screen <laughs> was the beginning of the Chattanooga Film Festival. Um, that was a documentary on Stephen King. And the movies, it was fine. Yeah. Like, it's a Talking Heads documentary of, with a bunch of people who have worked with Stephen King. Um, if you are just a casual King fan or new to King, it's a, I bet it's a great documentary. Yeah. For me, I'm like, I know all this. Yeah. But again, I'm also obsessive and have been a fan of his for 40 fucking years. Right. So I should know all this. This um, wasn't made for you. No. No. Um, but it was still enjoyable. You know, well worth the hour and a half watch. That was the one thing I loved about this year's festival is almost every movie was 90 minutes or less. 
Yeah. Sweet spot shit. Uh, the one thing they also did this year as part of the festival, um, they did a midnight movie thing. So there's like like Campfire Tales, uh, and which is just like an old anthology from the 90s that I I, I remember like I think I've seen this but I'm not 100% sure you know has uh, Amy Smart <laughs> Ron Livingston um, someone else Christopher uh, Masterson who is that is that this that's guy? the brother of that's uh, the guy Malcolm in the Middle brother but the brother of the Rapey Masterson. I was going to say, is that the Rapey brother? <laughs> no, that's the brother of the Rapey Masterson. Um, He's like going to jail jail, right? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Yeah. But I mean, it was a fun film. Christine Ferguson was in it. Um, but they did a bunch of, like, they did uh, the Lovecraft's Necronomicon film, which is another anthology film from the 90s. Hard to see movies. Yeah. Um, and then they did a bunch of, like, really good independent horror films. Um, then, uh, you'll see uh, almost all of the Sam Raimi films, because one of the things they did is they did a bonus day. Yeah. And as part of their bonus day, they, uh, ac- they actually reached out to us at Video Monsters to do one of our punch-outs. Oh, cool. Specifically for the, the thing. So we did a Sam Raimi mini punch-out. So I went and did a whole lot of Sam Raimi in, like, three days. Again, this was... I'm trying to think which day it was. This was like right towards the right at the beginning of my uh, snip snap. The 26th was a Monday. Okay, so the 27th was when I got it. So Tuesday, I got snip snapped and came back and just watched a fuckload so, of Sam Raimi. Four movies that day. Didn't even <clears throat> we didn't even do the Spider-Man films for the punch out, but I just felt like rewatching them again. And I'm I was surprised at how well the, the Spider-Man's hold up. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even even three, which goes to absolute shit in the third act. The yeah. first two acts of the film, I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, Quick and the Dead, I just popped up on something. Maybe it was Paramount. I guess so. I enjoy the Quick and the Dead. Yeah. Um, the fun, the, just the fun thing about... The worst thing about... That film is the person who got it made, Sharon Stone. Yeah, because it was a Sharon Stone vehicle as a tough Western broad. She's a gunfighter out for vengeance, and she's not good in the movie. And but then again, when you put her in a Western with like Gene Hackman, yeah, and Lance Henriksen and Keith David and a very young Leonardo DiCaprio, like she gets outshined pretty fucking hard in that film, and it's her movie. I thought I had Army of Darkness. I guess I don't. I know I had a Blu-ray of it at some point. Mm. I like Army of Darkness. Yeah, that's another one that got like 14 different blue, like DVD and Blu-ray releases because there's yeah. different editions. And oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, what's Crime Wave? Crime Wave is uh, Raimi's second film after Evil Dead, written by the Coen brothers and him. Huh. It should be good. But it it's is not. not. It has a not too it has a very very hard time finding its tone. Um, I guess it was a nightmare to make because there's a ton of studio interference and in what what they were trying to make it because it's kind of like a screwball comedy, but they want it to be like a, a noir. Yeah, but it's yeah, it was a mess, absolute mess. It has like 
one of those things where it's like, oh, you know, if this was his first film, I could see where he's really learning. But it was his second film, and the first one was Evil Dead. You did not know he directed For Love of the Game? Nope. Yeah. Just learning that now. Uh, never seen the movie, but it's. I knew what it was. It's a good movie. I like it, but it is, unfor- like, it's the third best Costner baseball film. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we actually talked about that a lot when we were discussing the films. Um, when you get Kevin Costner, you get Kevin Costner. Right. You're not going to get anything else. You get Kevin Costner. Right. He well, might, be a, little, he might be a little crankier in this film. That's what you're paying for. Yeah. Um, the one thing I like, I did have uh, a good cast. Like, uh, J.K. Simmons is the team manager. Yeah. Um, fuck. John C. Riley's the catcher, and John C. Riley is a catcher is perfect. <laughs> He's just kind of got that look. Um, it takes place during a per- him throwing a perfect game, and also going through a, a, his, a possible divorce. At the, really? And it's like his last game pitching ever. Like, he's 40, he's been... You know, he's a Hall of Fame pitcher, but it's his last, like... Right. Literally, like, after this, he's probably not going to ever pitch again. Right. Um, it's on Peacock. Yeah. It's a it's a fine film. I really... The, the baseball's way better than the melodrama shit with um, Kelly Preston. Yeah. Like, every time there's some... They always do. They do flashbacks throughout the game, so it's like, okay, this is why this moment is important. It's because it ties into this part of his life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, all the parts with Kelly Preston, I just don't care. <laughs> but the baseball stuff again, it's 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 a Costner baseball film. If yeah, it's not as good as you know Field of Dreams. It's not as good as fucking Bull Durham, but it's a perfectly fine film. See, it would have been funny. It would have been better if uh, his character from Bull Durham was his catcher. <laughs> uh, the one that's always overlooked is the. I gift. bet you could cut those together. I bet you could. Bet you could <laughs> it would be hilarious. Uh, the gift is really good. That's a Southern Gothic noir with Kate uh, Blanchett as a as a media like a fortune teller in a small Southern town. Um, the the mayor's daughter goes missing and. Is this the one with Katie Holmes? Yes, she's the, she's the daughter. Uh, very famous because it was her first like nudity, like right. she she shows them off a lot in that. Uh, but great supporting cast: Giovanni Ribisi's in it. Um, Keanu as a villain, as like uh, the type of guy you'd come across here in Milo, right? You know, just Maybe a, I'll watch just a complete shit kicker. Uh, written by Billy Bob Thornton and his parting, writing partner Tom Epperson. So just a damn good movie, and it always gets over... This, I feel like this and A Simple Plan always get overlooked because it's not typical Raimi. Do those as a double... They would make not a great... Dub, not double feature, back-to-back. They would make great back-to-back films. I pretty much watched them. <laughs> I in, mean, in amongst the Transformers movies? Or? Yes, as a palette. Watch player. Transformers, and then A Simple Plan, and then Transformers 2, <laughs> whatever Transformers 2 is, yeah, and then The Gift. <laughs> And then Transformers 3, whatever Transformers 3 is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, watching watching all those Raimis like, really packed in just made me appreciate him so much more. He's such a damn good filmmaker. Uh, and you don't realize it until looking at them all how... It's like it's like Scorsese and you think he just makes gangster movies and, yeah. and you look at his filmography and he doesn't. Yeah. He's made like three yeah. <laughs> out of like... They just happen to be really fucking yeah. good. Yeah, um, yeah. With with Raimi, you think like Gonzo horror, right? And you're like, no, he's made a fucking western. No, he's made he a made, he made, made for he's love made of a the southern game. gothic. He's made a baseball movie. 
Um, then, let's see, Calvaire, which was just a horror movie that Andrew and I found on Shudder. Uh, part of the new French extremity from the early 2000s. So it's brutal. It's fucking weird. Uh, very good, though. I enjoyed it. Uh, then I started watching the Mission Impossible films. Yep. Then a little Brad Pitt double feature in there of World War Z and the Tree of Life. Ah. <laughs> uh, I watch that. This, did I watch that this year? I think so. What does that say? <laughs> oh yeah, it does. February sixth. Yep. Okay. Yeah, holds up very well. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I haven't rewatched two in ever. I don't think I've ever re-seen it. Re-seen it's it. Fine. It's it. a fine Mission Impossible. Like, it's the lowest rated Mission Impossible film for me. Yeah. Easily. Um, it it was a bad pairing. Yeah. Like, like John Woo. Although, it, they got John Woo, and there are some scenes that are just so, like, okay, put the fucking, put the fucking doves away. <laughs> Come on, Woo. <laughs> I get it. Why are there send even the, doves in the here? doves Back to Caster Troy and <laughs> yeah. whatever the other guy. Something Archer. Yeah, Sean Archer. Uh, little face off reference there. They fucking say their names about 10,000 times in that movie. It's annoying. <laughs> um, it's fun. The Mission Impossible series is funny uh, or fascinating. One, because we're going on 30 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just cracking me up that the, it's so fucking, it's so fucking humid that the... the the hose pipe is dripping on the end. Uh, I also, it's also because I've shut the dehumidor fire off uh, while we're recording. Um, we're at 76% humidity, which is not. That's uh, about what my basement's been at. It's better than outside right now. Oh, Outside's no like fucking 80 something. Um, it's funny because, uh, for one, yeah, it's been going on for 30 years almost. And now that they've obviously figured something out with Christopher McQuarrie, uh, They've been amazing, yeah. But it was also very cool when they would get the first five films are all directed by five different people, and not just five different people. Five different people you've heard of, yeah. They weren't just like, "Hey, who wants to take this one?" They were like fine and different, yeah. People, um, I mean, obviously different, but yeah. Like, but like, different human does not make the same film as John Woo, who exactly. does not make the same film as fucking J.J. Abrams, who definitely does not make usually the same film as Brad Bird, right? Yeah, very distinct, different filmmakers. The so, only thing, is, I mean, then Christopher McQuarrie directs the fifth, but he also wrote the fourth. So there's, yeah, I feel like four, five, and six feel, yeah, they feel like their own. Yeah, it's it's a bigger story. Like yeah, like parts one and two are just kind of standalone missions. Yeah, you know, you know, you get, you, it's got like a little bit of the build, the you know, the putting together of the band with like Ving Rhames. Uh, I, I forgot that um, what uh, Simon Pegg is in part three briefly, yeah. but he's in it. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, with when did I last rewatch? Once McQuarrie took over the writing, they all. St- I mean, he builds on stuff from part three because you know he gets married in part three. I last watched three the day after Christmas, twenty twenty one. Yep. So maybe I'll watch that. Uh, the best part of three is Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, he's fucking so good as the villain. Yeah, so good. I think he's probably probably the best um, Mission Impossible villain. Oh, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, yeah the 
the other thing, and it's kind of, uh, again, this is the same idea as shitting on Michael Bay for doing stuff, but we, we don't shit on people that make good movies for doing the same stuff and everyone. Um, so I've shit on many times uh, the fact that um, Fast and the Furious starts out as a fucking series about illegal street racing and then they're fucking international spies. Yep. In five space. movies in space, like six movies later. The shit that happens in, like, the stunts that oh, happen yeah. in the, the current Mission Impossible ones would never happen in the same universe as the first movie. No. Um, maybe in John Woo's universe. Yeah. But the first Mission Impossible no, is it's a, very... It's a straight spy thing. Is very grounded. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, 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 the big action scene in the first one is them on top of a train. Yeah. That's it. A train and a helicopter. Right. Of that, most of the shit is just running around and shit like that. Where at, two, he it does show him cli- like free climbing, free soloing, if you will. But again, that's off duty. That's just him for kicks. That's just Tom Cruise probably not just... in free climbing and is like, I'm gonna put this in the movie. <laughs> yeah. so I'm just gonna begin the movie guys, climbing up this mountain. And, guys, bring a camera out. I'm gonna be climbing today. Yeah, and at the top of the, when I reach the top, give me a mission, and then I'll throw the sunglasses at the camera. Yep. Um, and then I'll kick sand in your eyes. Yeah. Three's relatively grounded too, like there's no big. Huge... I mean, except for the whole mask thing making you look exactly like another human being. Yeah, but I mean, like there's nothing. <laughs> yes. Tom Cruise isn't fucking climbing a building right. or whatever he's fucking doing. It's pretty straightforward. the The biggest set piece is the bridge, which was fucking awesome. Oh, when, yeah. when they're when they're rescuing Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, when the bad yeah. guys are rescuing Philip Seymour Hoffman on the bridge. Yeah, that's just a great fucking scene. Yeah, and then I did a Bad Shark <laughs> double feature yesterday of Deep Blood and Jaws 3D, which, Jaws 3D. again, I fucking love Jaws 3D. Jaws 3D uh, cracks me up. Because we watched it a million times as kids. Yeah. And I just, I, I love the idea of Jaws in a fucking theme park. Yep. Yep. Because watching it again yesterday, I'm just like, you know, yeah, it's always the fucking... Oh, it's on Peacock. It's always the wealthy bureaucrat who fucks everything up. Yep. Which, in this is Louis Gossett Jr. But, like, every time the shark escapes... It's because he fucking shut something off to save money. It's just, <laughs> just like in Jurassic Park. I spared no expense. Doesn't seem that way. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Fa- feels like you spared a lot of expense. Yeah, instead of, you know, oh, there's a great white in your fucking exhaust or, you know, water flow system. And it's trapped because there's so much force moving through there. But, yeah, let's shut it off and see what happens. Oh, the shark escapes and starts fucking eating people. Weird. Is that a plot point in Jaws 3D? That is the plot point. Uh, And instead of like, they just notice the readings are off. So they're like, instead of someone down, instead of sending someone down to go look at it, he's just like, that sounds too expensive. Let's just shut it off for a while. Hmm. And see if, he's basically resetting the computer. Have you tried turning it on and off again and see if a shark escapes? What happens in Jaws 2? Great question. Andrea and I had this discussion yesterday. We don't fucking know. I cannot remember for the life of me. if you had given me long enough, I could have come up with Theme Park on Jaws 3D. Yeah, Theme Park and the Caribbean for 4, The Revenge. Yeah, I wouldn't have. But, like, I... And, because, again, I went... And when is Jaws 2? Jaws 2 is, like, the next summer. I remember parts of it, because, like, Roy Scheider's still in it. The kids are still in it. The wife is still in it. Okay. But if, okay. And, like, there is still, there's still a shark attacking people. 
but I don't remember enough of like the set pieces to, to, to tell you what happens other than shark. Um, I guess it just <laughs> yeah, a second monster shark attack. And I laugh at this because Andrea and I were going to watch this yesterday, but it came out on 4K yesterday, and I didn't want to go to Bull Moose to pick it up. I was at Bull Moose on Monday, <laughs> and uh, they are like, oh, I, I purchased a DVD of, of Jaws 3. I mean, of Blu-ray of Jaws 3, because I didn't know it on Blu-ray yet. And my friend who works was like, oh, Jaws 2 comes out tomorrow on 4K, and I'm like, fucking A. <laughs> like, can you sell it to me now? <sighs> How about I just give you the $30 and you ring it in tomorrow? <laughs> He would not do that. <laughs> yeah, that was a no-go. Yeah. But yeah, I can't tell you any of the major plot points that happens in Jaws 2. But I am very excited to own the 4K. They are all on Peacock. Yep. So apparently that's where Universal movies go. Peacock. But not... But not Transformers. Any of the Transformers ones. Which again... If you're about to put out a brand new fucking Transformers movie, why is it not streaming somewhere? somewhere? Yeah. Jesus. <sighs> How did we get there? Because I watched Jaws 3D. And Deep Blood. Deep Blood was just an, one of those Italian ripoffs. It was dull. <laughs> I expect it to That's be bad fun. because it's, it's meant to be laziest sheriff ever in the world. Oh, oh, one of the guys... One Saying of the, something for a movie sheriff. Well, it's funny, because, like, the, the beginning of the movie, there's, like, this kid and his mom, they go to the beach, and they're out about swimming, and the shark attacks the mom and kills the mom. So the little kid, who is, like, five, uh, his deputy comes in and is like, we found him on the beach, he said the ocean ate his mom. The guy's like, get him, go go take him over to the drugstore, get him a soda and a sandwich. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, he is, the, like, it, the movie starts off with him standing next to a poster of his head as, like, re-elect so-and-so, because he's too old to get a real job. And that's how he treats being the, because the other one, like, one of the main characters, um, his best friend gets eaten by the shark and he sees it, and the guy's like, oh, will you stop? Like, just go home. <laughs> like, he never believes anybody. Um, and then there's a, like, there's a weird thing with, like, a Native American old man who... <coughs> <clears throat> these four friends it's very Stand By Me-ish at the beginning of the movie they're all on the oh, beach yeah. and this guy's yeah. like here he just a native man appears out of nowhere and starts talking to the kids like I will give you this it tells the story of the terror that affects Both. our people it will tell his past present and future it's just an arrow case like an arrow sling both of those things are so lazy one yeah. the having the some sort of mystery man come yeah. out and present mystic this native so man who is obviously a white or, dude is just old or <laughs> or mystic Asian man yeah. or whatever, uh, and also the if your entire plot revolves around the sheriff never doing their job yeah. and never believing and not anything. just not doing his job, going out of his way when he is yeah. told no this happened no it didn't yeah like. Yeah. Don't hang your movie yeah. on that. Yeah, at the very least, like maybe the, maybe the five year old's mother wasn't eaten by the ocean, but there was a five year old on the beach. Yes, alone, alone, right, with a car. It is, like, and the mother parked the car a hundred yards away. It is still your job to reconnect that child with someone's mother. Yeah. Yes, with someone, <laughs> with someone. Not even a. All right, well, go go back and look around and call. You know, call 
you know, special services, whatever. Just take him and get him a sandwich at the drugstore and buy him a soda. <laughs> and then it's never mentioned again. Oh, I love stuff like that. Yeah. Like, how'd that turn out? No idea. Yeah. <laughs> we, we just abandoned it. Yeah. I mean, but again, when I, like, it's an Italian ripoff film, which they made a yeah. million of them in the late 80s and early 90s. Most of them, at least, are so ridiculous they get fun. Like the another one called Cruel Jaws, which reuses some of the same footage. Um, <laughs> I mean, Cruel Jaws rips off Jaws 3 and 1 heavily, including using some of the footage from Jaws. <laughs> that happened. Because, again, lax laws in Italy. Well, when they released, when Severn released it on blue on 4K, it got pulled in like a month. Like I managed to get a copy, but like you can't buy them anymore. Severn had to pull them, huh. which is fine because they 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 made their they made their money. Oh yeah. Um. TG did not like it as much as I did. <laughs> yeah, you loved it too. <laughs> I did too. I love it. And it's, again, it's a and like one of the characters looks like fucking Hulk Hogan. Like, nice. fucking identical to Hulk Hogan. But it's not Hulk Hogan. Film starring David Luther. Yeah, you're not going to get anybody. No, I don't think so. Uh, the crew you'll probably get. Oh, go to the crew. Uh, director Bruno Mattei. Because he's directed a ton of shit. Shocking Dark is, even though it looks like a Lovecraftian monster, it's somehow a combination of Terminator 2 and Aliens. Okay. So much that in... Italy, it was released as Terminator 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, it, it is actually, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I also missed out on the, because this has also been pulled, it, the slip cover that came with it looked just like Terminator 2. Nice. Um, yeah. Bruno it's on Mate, Tubi. Bruno Mate, they, they are so bad, they're good. Like, unbelievably bad. <clears throat> But it's like it's almost like playing a game of where did he steal this idea from as you're watching the movie, yeah. and it's usually from like six or seven different films. Uh, Night Killer is another one. Robo War. Guess what that is? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like RoboCop, but instead they just spray painted a motorcycle helmet. But it's the plot of Predator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is too. Like they the, the... they, they Mad Libs basically movie plots. That's actually hilarious. Yeah, I they, they, want, they basically yeah. I kind of want to watch this one. Yeah, they go to the jungle and instead of fighting the predator, fight RoboCop. And these are all on Tubi. Uh, go to Night Killer too. I, I think that one stole a bunch of different ideas too. Oh yeah, that's their. Uh, <laughs> it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah. Uh, night. Well, Night Killer. I really yeah. thought about that. Uh, holy shit. Yeah. He d did a ton of shit. Looks like he did some, Including uh, some porn. Some softcore porn here. The American sexologist. <laughs> oh, yeah, the, he, he did porn, because that one's good. <laughs> that one is completely pixelated. Uh. Oh, is that the Italian woman who became, like, a senator? What? The porn one. Go back to it. This person? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she became a politician. Ah, nice. <clears throat> Good for her. Yep. It's funny because the covers are pixelated. Yeah. 
Uh, that's good. Yeah, he's got some nunsploitation in there, some cannibal exploitation. The seven magnificent gladiators with Lou Ferrigno. Nice. God, that's a yeah. good. That's a good get for him. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, he did a Caligula film. Uh, oh, Nazi women. Strike Commando two. From heroin smugglers in Burma. Because where haven't we had smugglers yet from? I don't know, Burma? So this is Indiana Jones meets Rambo meets Missing in Action. Meets apparently. Romancing the Stone. Oh. <laughs> I think I have I think I have Strike Commando too. I think I have that on Blu-ray. Is there a Strike Commando one? Oh, there must be. He just there it. is. Look oh. at that. Oh, that one doesn't look nearly as good. No, it doesn't. Yeah, that's just Rambo. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Severin, uh, the, the distributor, puts all these out. I wonder what Tubi paid just because every single one of them is on Tubi. Yeah. I wonder what Tubi paid for that sort of thing. <clears throat> and, and Zombie 3. Are the zombie ones just Night of the Living Dead? Oh, that one's actually directed by Fulci, though. Co-directed by Fulci and him. So the guy that directed Zombie. Yeah. But yeah, still not good. Have a copy of Zombie. Yeah, Fulci's a good director. <laughs> Matei, not so much. But they're friends, so you know. Well, that was a fun rabbit hole. Yeah, but again, if you just love terrible fucking, they're basically what would be what are I think they're called Asylum Pictures now. Yeah, like whenever Transformers <laughs> comes out. Yeah, well, we're gonna put out Transmorphers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But these steal from more than one movie. Yeah, they that's steal what, from that's what multiple. Seems, that's what seems to be fun because it's yeah. like a, it's it's a terrible mix of like three different movies. Yeah. It's like I like peanut butter. I also like chicken salad, <laughs> yeah. and I also like blueberry soda. Yeah. What if we just mix them all together? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> and do it poorly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and put them all in the wrong sequence. And right. Use terrible. Instead of actual fresh blueberries, though, for yeah. we're sort of, we're gonna use some um, blueberry bubble gum. Yeah. You like blueberries. <laughs> yeah. And peanut butter? No, it's just gonna be those peanut chews. <laughs> Not yep. real peanut butter. Fun That's stuff. Pretty good. But yeah, I watched a ton of movies oh. in the past month. Uh, and apparently now I'm gonna watch a lot more because I'm gonna add those Transformers films to it. <sighs> Because huzzah! Are you gonna Are you gonna do the eBay one? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Four bucks a movie. That still that is hard to. Like I'll spend twenty bucks on Strike Commando too, but all five of the Transformers. Films, I don't know. Not so much. Well, it's because Strike Commando two, a good edition of that is probably not going to be available many other places. I I'm just stunned that the Transformers right. films are not fucking streaming right now. Yeah, for that's, free. That's that is the... weird. Yeah. Yeah, you would think some when. Wait, the new one's out, right? I don't think it's out. Is it? I don't. I don't even know what's fucking in the theater anymore. Uh, Hold on, let me go to Box Office Mojo. But the the new one is. I mean, none of it's really a continuity, but the new one is uh, a Bumblebee, Bumblebee. sequel, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's directed by the same guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's still in the theater because it was fifth over the weekend. No Haley Steinfeld, though? Field? Feld? Yeah, no. I don't think so. Man, the Flash is cratered. 
Yeah. I guess, I guess it got pulled from theater. It's pulled from theaters now. Really? After like three weeks. Wow. Barely made $100 million. Well, maybe it'll be on HBO in a month or two then. <laughs> oh, I guess you could... It might already be up for streaming. Like, yeah. Paying like the full like <coughs> right. rental price, but still. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I'm not paying for it. Indiana, yeah, because it's Indiana Jones, Spider-Man Across the Universe, Elemental, No Hard Feelings, Transformers, Little Mermaid, The Flash, Asteroid City, and Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken, and Guardians of the Galaxy Three. Those are the top ten films. Huh. And now we, and yeah, and we have Mission Impossible and Barbie and Oppenheimer coming up. I am floored by. <clears throat> the hype for Barbie that it has yeah. been I feel like this movie has been hyped oh it's for like two years now yeah and and every I don't streaming like every time I'm on YouTube like the commercials are one of the two commercials is always for fucking Barbie it feels like why because they're promoting the fuck out of it I mean it's Greta Gerwig. I like Greta Gerwig's movies. Yeah. I bet it I bet it's gonna be really good. Yep. But yeah, I am floored but, at just how much of they painted they fucking made a Barbie Dream House in California. Yeah. So that you can see it on Google Earth. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I, I don't for the amount of uh of I don't know, in your face as this movie has been and it's mo- the amount of money they must be putting into marketing, is this going to make a billion dollars? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like they're marketing a billion dollar yeah. movie. I don't think And I don't will. understand. I think it will... Because again, I don't... I'm afraid it's going to make like $400 million and it'll be dubbed a failure. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like right now, <clears throat> other than a few certain properties, I don't know if we're going to get billion dollar movies as regularly as we were no. prior to the pandemic. Right. Because, again, especially now that they're like... Shit is going to streaming really fucking quickly. Yeah. So people like me, if I'm like, I could go, or I, before you know, okay, I don't want to wait four months to rent it yeah. or buy it. Now it's like, I don't want to wait a month. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff be, is becoming available so soon that... I could have gone to the movies and watched this last week for, you know, two of us go, yeah. 30 bucks, you know, with everything. I don't know. Yeah. What's it cost for two people to go? It's like... Twenty bucks and take us in if you buy something. Yeah, you can spend 40, 30, 30 40 40 bucks. Price. Yeah. So uh, I guess the the thinking in your head is if I have to pay thirty for it, I'll own it. Yeah. And uh, you get to watch it at home. And I get to watch it at home. But then the other side of you is like, eh, it's probably going to be streaming somewhere in like three months. It all depends when you when you want to watch. Oh, it. it's still pre-order. It's not available yet, but I bet it. I bet if they're pulling it this week from theaters, it'll be. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like you can wait a month and see almost all of these. So many of these one, like Fast and the Furious. That was within within a month. Fast X was available to rent. Did that. Uh... Do well money wise. Yeah, it wasn't even in the top ten anymore. And opened like a month and a half ago. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't believe it did well. I mean, I'll go right back to Box Office Mojo, and it'll tell me. Fast X. Because it's too bad. I mean, I, I don't care about those movies, but it is too bad. But they were a back-to-back billion-dollar movie. Yeah. Oh, apparently. 
Because I do, I, I do worry about losing blockbusters. Although, although now it, it feels like maybe we should. <laughs> yeah, lose yeah, because they it, don't seem to be good. Yeah, that would yes, that's, um, that is the problem. It, it's, it made seven hundred million, so it did fine, but yeah. it only made one hundred and forty-five domestic. The problem is every movie doesn't have to cost a quarter of a billion dollars. Well, that's what that's like, what they're crying about with the new indie. Because I guess the new indie. I guess it's fine. Yep. But it cost three hundred million dollars. Yeah. That doesn't need to make cost three hundred million dollars. It doesn't. Yeah. Not everything has to be. Yeah. That. Yeah, fast and Because we've completely lost. Well, I mean, it's, it's. I'm sure that whole thing is part of the reasons why we don't get nice guy sequels. Yeah. Because that movie doesn't exist. Uh, or if it does, it happens because once, and they you don't, want to take they, they want don't to spend make another two hundred million dollars and hope they make a billion. Yeah. Instead of spending forty million and getting a hundred. Yeah. Which I don't get. I mean, I, I do, I do get it because who wouldn't want to produce a billion dollar film? Right. But there's there they should, don't all have to be, and should, they all can't be. There should be room. Like <clears throat> just looking at what's on the screen right now, Carlitos Way, Copland, and Goodfellas. Yeah. Goodfellas was not a tentpole film. No. But. Certainly made its fucking money. Same with Cop Copland. Pro- I don't think made as much. But again, but sm- it didn't, it didn't small budget, shit. small budget film. It wouldn't have cost a thing. Yeah. To I think we're gonna lose a lot of. I mean, we already have started to lose like those forty million dollar budgeted films. Because unless they make two hundred, then they're gonna be considered a failure. Right. And that's what's fun about reading. Another thing that's fun about reading the last action heroes. There were movies that like, oh, Bronson made this for three million and it made twelve and it catapulted him to stardom. You know, yeah. and it's like, why can't we have that? Yeah. You know, modestly budgeted films that make three to four times its money back and and enough that it will get that person into another movie. It must just be because there's not enough time in the year to because like you and I sitting here like dum dums are thinking, why wouldn't you want to triple your money, even if it's not mm-hmm. From five hundred million to a billion, but if you're going from forty million to two hundred, isn't well, I mean, that better? Well, like Blumhouse, I, uh, they pretty much only do horror films, but that's yeah. that's how they exist as a studio. They make five dollar, five million dollar horror movies that yeah. make forty. Yeah. Every once in a while, one will suck and not make any money. But why? But, <laughs> but you're you're yeah. you you win big and lose small. Yeah. Like, isn't that what you're trying to do? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it doesn't get your name in the trades. No, I guess not. Uh, we got anything else? No, we uh, we covered that nice. month pretty well, actually. Nice. All right, we'll try to be more regular for uh, yeah, it summertime because we're much more flexible. I'm not getting any more vasectomies. Right. Uh, and laying myself up <laughs> for another week. All right. I'm not planning on doing anything like that either. Uh, all right, we'll uh, be back uh, presumably in the next week or so.